The number one tip for a business owner to grow and scale is really vetting who you're getting in bed with and vetting all your vendors and who is going to grow with you and be in the game with you. Because one soul or one entity cannot do this by themselves. You, you do need a army, whether it's small or large. Welcome to the KayaCast, the podcast for cannabis businesses looking to launch, grow, and scale their operations. Each week, we bring you interviews with industry experts and successful retailers, plus practical tips and strategies to help you succeed in the fast-growing cannabis industry. Welcome to the KayaCast podcast. I'm your host, Tom Mulhern. This is a podcast for cannabis business owners, people working in the industry. And today I am talking to Muneer from Cure8. Cure8 is a security tech company out of California. And Muneer has such amazing insights into what it takes to set up a proper security system for a cannabis business. He draws on his experience in the retail sector so he understands what retailers need. I always love talking to people in the security side of cannabis because there is so much compliance and so much at risk when you're working with a controlled substance like cannabis. And these companies that can come in and provide that security, provide that peace of mind, really help retailers get back to doing what they love. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Munir. Munir is one of the most knowledgeable and experienced cannabis technology experts in North America. He specializes in retail technology and security and has worked closely with cannabis retailers to design, set up, and manage over 100 dispensaries in the last few years. One thing that sets Munir apart is that he has a deep ground-level experience in retail management, so he understands the day-to-day -day needs and frustrations of retail managers and employees better than most. So Munir, welcome to the KayaCast podcast, man. It's Awesome to have you here. Tell me a bit about your background and how did you end up in the cannabis industry? I do come from a very long line of retail, retail management, store builds, and training. A lot of that is translated into what we do here at Curate in, in the cannabis space. Curate comes from a parent company that focuses on IT, data security, compliance, you know, all that good stuff, right? I want to kind of ask you, what does Curate Technologies do and kind of what sets you apart from other competitors in the security side of cannabis? We are an IT managed service provider security firm. So in short, if you are a brand new operator and you're applying for a license, we will help with the compliance and security aspect of your application. And then once you get your license and you have your facility, that's when all the fun starts. So you have a vision of what you want your flow to be like, how you want your guests um, to feel, how you want your team to interact with their guests, all that stuff. So we make that come alive from a tech standpoint. What are some of the security challenges in setting up a brand new cannabis business? What are some of those security things that you need to have in place right from the very beginning? So every market, has different compliance regulations. So it is our job to make sure that we hit all those points. You know, on top of that, outside of compliance, there's always still a little percentage of from being a retail operator, like you might not need a camera 
you know, in a certain location because there's no cannabis there, but it's still a nice to have protecting your team and protecting your operations. So what would you say are the top three, the most important things that a new business needs to invest in for their security tech? The things that you should really focus on investing in as far as your security tech is in the beginning, aligning who your partners are going to be and taking the time to vet them. Like, have your vendors worked in multiple markets? Have they been in the cannabis space? Have they learned from other markets that have made mistakes that they can also offer knowledge to you for? Another thing I would talk about is don't stop from dreaming. Like if your dream is to open up multiple locations, you should strive for that. Like if, if that is what you want to do, but in striving for that, you should understand what you need to do in the beginning to be able to build to that. Opening up multiple locations does not mean I copy and paste exactly what I did and what I spent on the first, second location to go to three and four. There is a way to scale and there's a way to save money and there's a way to make money quicker. What are some of the security considerations that a multi-site operator needs to address? Like, you know, when you have your one location, it's probably, it's manageable, but once you start getting bigger and bigger. So if there is a multi-site operator, what do they need to do for security? I would protect your personal time when you're at home with your family and your kids is, is one of the points. And by doing so, it's making sure that, you know, everything that you have living in your building, like say your, your compliance, your security cameras, like minimizing the umbrellas that you have, putting everything under one umbrella. So let me give you an example, like just viewing your security footage, right? If you went with different security providers for each location, so you have three locations, that's three different logins, three different portals that you have to access. But imagine one app, one portal, all the locations, red flags being pinged to you immediately, and just being able to at one glance run all three businesses. What are some of those ongoing security measures that a cannabis business should prioritize? They're set up, their doors are open, they've been open for a little while. What are some of the ongoing things that they need to keep an eye on compliance is 24 by seven. If you skip that annoying smartphone update, like four times, something's going to break, right? So staying on top of all the updates and all the patchings, this is where, if you have someone doing this for you, it will be a huge headache and a nice trusted partner to kind of handle all this for you. But those things are important. And things do change in markets. I have seen on a Friday evening uh, in New Mexico, camera retention, camera specifications were at one spec. And then come Monday morning, we're at a different spec. So, you know, rules do change and staying on top of that. Looking at a business that's scaling, does that cost get bigger, the bigger the business gets? Or what does that kind of look like for those businesses that are scaling at an unbelievable rate? Of course, the cost will, will go up to a certain level as you add more, but it doesn't need to double and triple. You know, there are ways to scale the cost and bundle to keep, keep the cost down. Like your phones, for instance, which is a small portion of your tech, but, you know, bundling and, and grouping your phone contracts, same things with the ISP, if we can utilize the same company over multiple locations. You know, there's packages that we can look at to keep those costs low. We use our partner's camera integration software that integrates with the, the POS. So from a standpoint of scaling and running multiple locations 
and keeping your people honest from external, internal theft. You know, there are a lot of features within the, the security cameras now that you can utilize to help your business and help your numbers by searching transactions really quick or looking at peak hours and, you know, making sure that you have more people during that time if you're seeing a trend with peak hours. So utilizing your security system to pull data like that can be exponential for ROI. I want to look at also internet security because I know that's that's core to what you guys do. Why is internet security so essential for a compliant and secure cannabis business? If you think about it, like from a POS standpoint or med state, you have patient information that's flowing over this network, even though it's inside your store. So you definitely want to keep that safe. And then think about it from the standpoint of if you have, say, a lounge or something like that, where you you know, you invite your guests to hang out and maybe extend Wi-Fi to them. So you have devices from the outside coming in that are also touching the internet. So there's so many different aspects in your facility that come from the inside out, even your staff, right? Someone doing their homework on their lunch break and checking their email, things like that. So you, you definitely want to secure your network. In the beginning, a lot of rules and regulations have kind of fine-tuned their wording but it was very vague. It made it sound like if you just brought in your internet and you got a modem, you're good, like you're secured. But when those folks went out to apply for cybersecurity insurance and there were questions like, do you have a firewall or is your network segmented? Do you have endpoint protection? A lot of those questions and checkboxes, you know, folks weren't able to comply with because you don't, you, you do need a proper secure network. Are there any other emerging technologies that maybe business owners can jump on now and be ahead of the game? Now I'm seeing folks get really creative with kiosks and line busting and how they present their menu boards and showing specials. Canada kind of has been doing a lot of that from the get-go. Um, a lot of the folks, you know, when they started in the markets of Canada came from like some big box retail so they kind of naturally brought some of that over. But I'm seeing that more even in the mom and pop now. It's not all tech too. You know, there still is like grassroots retail. Like how warm are you when you greet someone that walks in? And how knowledgeable are your butt tenders on the products that you have on the shelf? How knowledgeable are they to speak to what they're selling? So th there still is that aspect. And sometimes in some markets, when um, scaling happens, sometimes I see folks kind of moving away from that, which I think we should never move away from. That customer experience, its it really is two parts. It's walking into a store and being wowed by like the technology, but also being wowed by the knowledge of the bud tenders. It is, yeah. And bringing in your community. I was just in Maryland and I visited a few dispensaries and they had local artists. They had paintings from local artists that were you know, hung in their stores. I thought it was a really cool way of bringing in the community as well and, and, and celebrating something outside of you know what that shop sells. Now, to kind of wrap things up, I, I ask this to all of my guests, but what is your number one tip for a business owner to grow or scale their business? I talk about this all the time. So the number one tip for a business owner to grow and scale is really vetting who you're getting in bed with and vetting all your vendors and who is going to 
grow with you and be in the game with you because one soul or one entity cannot do this by themselves. You, you do need a army, whether it's small or large. You need to really vet those people so that five months down the road, they're not just going to close up shop and leave you out to dry. So that's really helpful. How can people connect with you and find out more about Curate? And maybe, you know, if they have questions about their own tech setup and the security, like how do people reach out to you? Awesome. So we, yeah, we're Curate, C-U-R-E-8 dot tech. Looking us up on our website, there's a form you can fill out to book some time with us. We're happy to just have a conversation and see where you're at and see if, if we can help in any way. LinkedIn is also a good way of getting a hold of us. And we also post a lot of content on there and what's going on in the different markets. We'll have all the links in the bio so people can you know, get get your content and find out more. But Manir, it's been amazing having you on the podcast. And you know, I won't I won't give away too much, but we are gonna do some stuff in the future, the two of us, our team, your team. So keep an eye out for that. But thanks for being on the podcast. This has been fantastic. Yeah, thanks for having me. I was looking forward to this and it's been great. I want to thank Munir for sharing all of his insights into, you know, what it takes to set up security for a single location, what it takes to set up security for multi-locations. I loved his encouragement of having everything under one umbrella so that as a business owner, you can relax, you can focus on living your life and not being so concerned about your security and, and that everything's working properly. So make sure that you click the link in the bio, check out Curate, connect with Munir, and all the amazing things they're doing there. I also want to remind you to go and vote for Kaya Push and Kaya Cast for the MJs. We are hoping to win these amazing awards at MJ BizCon. So it's not too late to vote. You can still vote. Just head over to the MJs website and click on Kaya Push and Kaya Cast and your favorite cannabis retailers and vote for us. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast and we'll see you back here next week with more stories about how to launch, scale, and grow your cannabis business. Thanks for listening to the Kaya Cast podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcast app or visit our website to learn more about our guests and to access the full archive of episodes from the show. Join us next time as we continue to explore the world of cannabis and help you grow, launch, and scale your business.